Hey, it's Mo Egger. If you're a college basketball fan, you're going to love Long Neck Sports Grill. There are three locations in Northern Kentucky, Wilder, Hebron, and Richwood. Each one of them has 4K TVs all over the place. And at Long Necks, the sound is on for every big game. Plus, no place has a better beer selection. And the menu at Long Necks is awesome, but you've got to try their wings. No matter who your team is, you'll find them at Long Necks. This college basketball season, swing by Long Neck Sports Grill. Stay late. Come often. We do this on Wednesdays. We uh, we chat with one of the experts from Ortho Cincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And awesome thing about Ortho Cincy is they have specialists and locations all over the tri-state. And they offer walk-in orthopedic urgent care at five tri-state locations. And they have extended evening and weekend hours in Edgewood and Anderson. The folks in Anderson took care of my daughter's uh, broken ankle. You can learn more at orthocincy.com. That's orthocincy.com. Dr. Nick Gates from Orthocincy is with us. We have injuries to talk about. Let's, let's start with Trevor Lawrence, who unfortunately suffered that uh, injury against the Bengals on Monday night, and it it originally looked bad. Now they're saying it's actually not only not that bad, they're going to try to to have him play this weekend, which certainly seems far-fetched in relation to how he felt watching him on Monday. He's dealing with a a high ankle sprain. Walk me through the differences between a, a high ankle sprain and, quote, a normal ankle sprain. Um, a typical ankle sprain is when you turn your foot, turn your ankle inward, stretch, and or tear some ligaments down right near your ankle bone, even just below that close to your foot. A high ankle sprain um, is a stretch and or complete tear um, of ligaments that are five or six inches, four or five inches above that bone that sticks out on the, on the outside of your ankle. It happens with a different mechanism, and this is really interesting on the video um, and live that we saw with Trevor Lawrence. So his his video shows his foot being rotated outward as opposed to the typical inward ankle sprain, and that stresses and tears a different set of ligaments. I'm going to ask you a question about Monday night, and, and maybe maybe you're equipped to answer it, maybe not, but he suffers the injury, and understanding that this is – you know, this is the the face of that franchise, right? It's the quarterback. Uh, he hobbled off the field. He hobbled to the tunnel. The TV cameras show him in the tunnel, I guess going to a room where he can go through an X-ray or an MRI or maybe just a locker room, and he's walking. Why did they keep him on his feet after suffering that injury? You know, I noticed the same thing, Mo, and I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, however, I'll tell you this. Um, having been on the sidelines of football games, for 20 years, I'm a big fan of letting the athlete come off the field like that if it's appropriate. Their, their first evaluation of him was on that field looking at his ankle, and they're doing a physical exam of that ankle and that leg right there before they get him up. Um, it, it's, it's very possible and very appropriate to be able to do that evaluation and see that it's safe to assist that athlete off the field, putting a little bit of weight on his foot compared to we, do we need to get the cart I'll tell you that. And so that's the main thing. I have no problems with what they did. And I think I was a big fan of that. And I still am a big fan of doing that right. when it's appropriate. Yeah, no, that, um, that makes two, sense. Go ahead. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen some athletes jump on that cart at times when they don't need to. I've seen teams, uh, uh, medical staff put them on the cart when maybe it's not necessary. Some of these athletes and maybe Trevor's like that. I don't know. Um, they, they feel better walking off the field if it's appropriate. 
So it, it makes him feel better, and it it uh, kind of signifies the level of the injury. All right, so I mentioned that at the top, they're leaving open the possibility he's going to play this week. And, you know, you read reports that say they're going to do everything they can, Jacksonville and the medical staff, they're going to do everything they can to get him ready to hopefully play. Walk me through what that might look like. Everything they can first is a completion of that evaluation with x-rays and MRI of that ankle. You get a full evaluation of your exam, your x-rays, and the MRI. That's been done already, I'm quite sure. Um, once the decision is made, if this is non-surgical, and I don't know that we know that yet, um, everything you can includes the best compression ice device, um, the stages of physical therapy for an ankle sprain. If the, high, if the high ankle sprain is not as severe as others, it'll go through an ankle sprain protocol based on the severity of the injury. Um, and everything they can is going to be icing it down, compression, get the swelling down, see his range of motion and strength, and see what that's like in a week. Um, that'll be very dependent upon the severity of the injury. Dr. Nick Gates from uh, OrthoCincy is with us. Let's talk about another quarterback and another high ankle sprain. This one, though, has required surgery. I'm, of course, referring to Pittsburgh Steeler QB uh, Kenny Pickett, who had tightrope surgery to deal with this high ankle sprain. He's going to miss at least a little time. What is tightrope surgery? Tightrope surgery is the surgical repair of a high ankle sprain. A high ankle sprain, uh, to get a little bit more in the weeds, the ligament you tear in a high sprain is called your syndesmotic ligaments or syndesmosis. A tightrope is a device we use to repair surgically those ligaments and then protect them while they're healing. Um, this is a great example that two of these athletes were talking about between what might be a more minor stretch uh, sprain of that high ankle ligament compared to a complete and total tear. A complete and total tear of that ligament requires surgery. And a tightrope is a device, quite frankly, it's gotten a whole lot of publicity in the last couple of years, but uh, we've been inserting tightropes for syndesmotic injuries um, uh, 10 going on 15 years, to tell you the truth, Mo. Hmm. Um, so it's the surgical repair of a more severe tear of that ligament. How often does a high ankle sprain require surgery? It's tough, tough to answer that because there are a lot of high ankle sprains that are grade one or what we call minor or even grade two that are stable. So I would say high ankle sprain in isolation is quite frankly, usually treated non-surgically. A high ankle sprain in isolation that is complete and severe, they require surgery. So it's definitely the smaller percentage of high ankle sprains that get surgery. They they want him back. They think he could possibly come back before the end of December. The Bengals play the Steelers on the 23rd of December. How realistic is that timeline? I think it's realistic. Again, I'd have to say not knowing the severity. Um, there has been a move towards using this tightrope. Um, we've seen it in college a couple of years ago. Um, when Tua came back, um, there's a move towards using this in not just the severe, but maybe the more gray zone injuries to assist in that rehab. So it's very possible that he could return to play um, in three to four weeks. All right, let's talk about two Bengals. Cam Taylor Britt's on IR. Now, he originally suffered a quad injury a couple of weeks ago in the game against Baltimore. Now he's on IR with an ankle injury. Is it possible that those two issues are related to each other? I think it's highly unlikely. Um, 
is it possible that you're guarding one injury and it's sore and therefore you don't you, you step a little different certainly that's possible but the the more likely scenario is he's had bad luck and had two injuries hmm. Um, with him, you know, it's an ankle sprain, which I think for a lot of folks sounds relatively benign, certainly in relation to a lot of the other injuries we talk about. And yes, and yet they've put him on IR and he's going to have to miss four games. Uh, how severe can a sprain be if he has to miss at least nearly a month worth of games? It's not very surprising to me, but you're absolutely right. It can be surprising in the public because ankle sprains, um, as I explained to patients a lot and athletes a lot, they're grade one, grade two, grade three. Grade three ankle sprains take a long time to feel normal and feel better. If he suffered a severe grade three ankle sprain, I'm not surprised to see him out that long. It can be tough. You can have a grade one or two ankle sprain that's pretty mild that you can get back and ice down and play through. So I'm not surprised to see that, but I definitely see the confusion out there when you See one Trevor Lawrence might be coming back in a week, hmm. one Pickett getting surgery, and one Cam Taylor Britt out for four weeks. You kind of scratch your head. That's an indication to me he suffered a more severe ankle sprain, and that will take time for him to get his strength. And that's going to be more of a lower typical ankle sprain, and those are very, very rarely treated surgically. Um, like a high ankle sprain is. Uh, your specialty lies with the lower body, uh, ankles, feet. Uh, I know that, but I, I do want to ask this about Joe Burrow. So uh, I think a lot of us watching the game on Monday, I know there were a lot of folks on social media who were maybe a little taken aback by the apparatus that he was wearing after he had wrist surgery. And it was it was a big, big brace. Um, his arm was basically immobilized. And I think there are some who thought, well, he might be in a wrap or might have a cast on, but it's it's not going to be something like that. I, I frankly had no idea what to expect. What was that device that he was wearing on the sideline? It, it caught me off guard a bit, I'll admit. Um, but when I thought through it, um, my guess is he's not wearing that sling 24-7. That sling is, is holding his shoulder and his elbow immobilized, and his wrist surgery is in his injury. When you rotate your elbow, there is some motion at the wrist. So some upper extremity surgeons will want to immobilize the elbow, stop it from moving in order to prevent wrist motion temporarily. On the other hand, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised that they want to put a sling on him just as a signal when he's walking around the sideline that no one's bumping into him, grabbing him. You know how things can happen on the sideline. And so it's just another signal to – and a reminder to him and those around him not to mess with his right upper extremity. I would be very surprised that he's in that sling full time right now. Makes but sense. I, but I will, on the other hand, I'll, I'll admit to you, I thought it uh, the immobilization splint on his hand and wrist was was pretty significant. I'll agree with you there. Yeah, I mean, not, I, I didn't really, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I knew he'd be wearing something. I wasn't even sure we'd see him, and then I saw it, and I went, "Well, that." Boy, that looks big. That looks like something really bad happened, which it did. So it, I guess it makes sense to me. I, 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 I would tell you, I think his injury is significant. I know, and, and obviously it's been pretty quiet in the, uh, in the public exactly what's going on, but I think he's had a real significant injury to his wrist, and he's got a long road to recovery. Yeah, no, it, uh, your, your, uh, your colleagues at Ortho Cincy would concur, yeah. But you know what? We have Jake Browning right. now, so we're good to go. I like I like watching Jake Brown. <laughs> uh, I like talking to you, Dr. Nick Gates from Ortho Cincy. Awesome expertise, man. Thanks so much. You're welcome, Mo. Anytime.
Dr. Nick Gates, orthosensi.com. Say it every single week. The awesome thing about orthosensi is they've got specialists and locations all over the tri-state, and this includes walk-in orthopedic urgent care during the week from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And on Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at both Edgewood and Anderson. You don't need an appointment ever, and it goes without saying. It's cheaper and more convenient than going to an ER whenever you have an urgent orthopedic injury. Check out orthocincy.com. That's ortho, C-I-N-C-Y.com. Hey, it's Mo Egger. If you're a college basketball fan, you're going to love Long Neck Sports Grill. There are three locations in northern Kentucky, Wilder, Hebron, and Richwood. Each one of them has 4K TVs all over the place. And at Long Necks, the sound is on for every big game. Plus, no place has a better beer selection. And the menu at Long Necks is awesome, but you've got to try their wings. No matter who your team is, you'll find them at Long Necks. This college basketball season, swing by Long Neck Sports Grill. Stay late. Come often.